0: Welcome to the world of music.
1: Discover new music. Do you want to be the first to know? Pay attention. This is Dash Daily Discovery with DJ Hopper. That's right, it's time for Daily Discovery. My name is Hopper. I am very excited to have Courtney Cooper with me here in studio. Hey, all the way from Brooklyn. Yes, you are here in town. Uh, we're very excited. Tomorrow is a big day. Uh, tomorrow, you release a new single of yours called Paradise. This is the latest single off of the Waves album, which is not even out yet. Which is yeah. coming out in August. Mm-hmm. Very exciting stuff. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about the releases that you have, including Paradise, and we're going to play Damn as well. Uh, but f- but before we get into all of that, tell me a little bit more about. Sort of how you came up and how you got introduced to music. Um, I obviously know that you went to Berkeley and are a Berkeley alum. Like, tell yes, tell yes. us a little bit more about um, pre-Berkeley.
2: Pre-Berkeley. Yeah. Um. Well, I've always been singing my whole life. Um. I remember my mom gave me her tape collection. Ah. When I was a kid. Nice. And um, I would blast like Whitney Houston and sing along, <laughs> and it was just like I never, you know, it was just what it was. And then I started singing singing in the temple choir because i'm a super geek and um nice. ironically i was growing up in boston and my choir instructor in our temple went to berkeley ah. and also my babysitter did too your so, babysitter went to berkeley yes so <laughs> um well my babysitter's boyfriend i should say ah. but they kind of came as a pair so i was surrounded by these people that were like amazing musicians and even though i wasn't really directly in music because like my family wasn't really mm. it somehow trickled yeah off on me and stayed with me. Um
1: it's that nurture versus nature whole thing. Like that you were actually like the people around you like are the ones that it had influenced you in this way. It's that's fascinating. Like sometimes yeah. it's people that it's like it's in the blood. Other times it's just it it's a combination of just Grooming that and being around that. That's cool.
2: It's really crazy. Actually. Um, a couple of my Berkeley is like such an immense, like amazing community for like dope musicians. And a lot of my, my friends now, like I, we're all connected on, you know, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. I see like a lot of my friends are like friends with my babysitter and her (laughs) husband, her now husband. I'm like, how do you know him? And like, it's just so funny. Yeah, it's crazy. But, um, Yeah, so that kind of stuck with me, Um, and I always loved singing, and my parents went through a terrible divorce, Mm. and I would just, you know, scream at the top of my lungs singing, and it was the only thing that made me really happy, so I just kind of stuck with it, and it was like, there's something about singing and performing that brings me so much joy that nothing else, like, even remotely compares, Mm. that I was like, I really, I have to do this, like, there's no... No doubt about it, you know, and um, the didn't go over so well with my family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually, um, I ended up applying to Berkeley uh, on the low. I was not allowed. Oh, um, didn't
1: you? You attended Berkeley though, at the, like at a young age. I too. did. Yeah. I
2: did. I knew like really early on. I think I was like fourteen or fifteen that I wanted to go there. Mm. It was the only school for me because um, it was really the only like contemporary music and jazz school. Mm -hmm. Everything else is like a classical conservatory, which I was classically trained singing wise when I was taking voice lessons as a kid. But I mean, you know. Yeah, you didn't want
1: to do that, right? It's not
2: me. So I knew really early on and Berkeley had rolling admissions. Mm. Um, So I applied like hella early and got accepted. And (laughs) the, you know, the whole huge welcome packet came in. My mom
0: was like,
1: what right. is this? right? Like, how
2: did you even apply? You know, you have to like, I did all this behind her back.
1: Did and, you, you forge her signature?
2: No, you don't. I don't oh. think you need one, do you? Oh,
1: okay. I don't know. I
2: I mean, I might have. I don't remember that. It, <laughs> I wouldn't put it past me.
1: Right. <laughs> right. At that point, I mean, yeah. But
2: I did it like all the, you know, how you have to like pay to apply and all that. I was mm-hmm. like working a job and like sending in my own check. Oh, and wow. Was that's like, that's yeah. cool. And then my mom found out and was like, hell no. Uh, you're going to go to school for pre-med oh, and, wow. you know, this and that. And I So obviously like,
1: you won. God. You I won did. that battle.
2: I did. Yeah. I did. Um, it took a lot of convincing. Yeah. I I had for my mom applied to many other schools, and one of them was I think like the University of Hartford um, in Connecticut. They have like this classical thing, and mm. I was like on the honors, whatever. So they invited us to some early Acceptance thing, and it took when you got there. It was like they split up the parents and the kids. Mm -hmm. The parents all did, you know, one thing, and the kids all went together and toured. And it took the whole day my mom being with other people Uh, to realize, because she said she sat down and you know all the parents are super competitive as well. Sure, they were like, "Oh, have you been to Berkeley yet?" And she was like.
1: Um, yeah, actually,
2: really, what? Right. And so literally as soon as we left, my mom was very anti the whole, whole time. Mm. Um, and I like didn't, had no, no interest in going to the university of Hartford. I was just there to like, you're just going through the motions. And, um, yeah, we were leaving that experience and got in the car and my mom was like, okay, let's go check out Berkeley. And I was like, wow. What? Yeah. So it took a total stranger to convince my mom what I had been telling her for like
1: a year. Sometimes it takes that though. Like it, it I don't know why that is, but sometimes it takes that. I mean, I'm I feel like there's other instances in which, even in my own life, where I don't know, like something's been right in front of my face for so long, and then somebody comes along and is just like, totally. Hey, have you heard about this? This is the most amazing thing. And you're like, Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the
2: way of the world. (laughs) It is what it is. Well, I love that.
1: So you've now given a strategy for all the young people that are out there to convince their parents of like, this is what you need to do. You need to take, you know, take your mom or your dad to expose them to what else is out there. And then there you go. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And hey, I mean, if there's anyone out there that needs a little extra push, call me.
1: I'll help you out. (laughs) I'll help you submit that application. (laughs) You might have a business opportunity there. Hey, I'm down. Um, I love it. Um, All right, so you graduate from Berkeley, You've gone on to make um, music and go about this career. You actually funded one of your first projects through Kickstarter.
2: I did. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Talk to me a little bit about that process and and what that was like.
2: Um, Yeah, well, uh, as you know, as a fellow musician, I'm sure, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe not so much now, but back in the day, um, there's a lot of being a starving artist. Yes. um, And... Right after I had left Berkeley, I moved to New York and I was playing in a band and we were not making any money. I was living in a har in a apartment in Harlem with all my Berkeley friends and it was just like, you know, where you had to pay to play kind of thing. Mm. So I had no money and I right. really wanted to do this. And at the time Kickstarter was like becoming a thing and I was like, should I? Shouldn't I? Um yeah, but actually to this day, I am completely independent and self-funding even for this album so um kickstarter really helped me for my first album because um like i don't come from a family that has a lot of money or anything right right. so like thank god i got like tons of scholarship to go to berkeley otherwise i wouldn't have been there um but yeah i've always been financially independent and it's really hard to pay your bills pay Mm -hmm, your mm rents and then have any kind of extra money to you know
1: Record, record to and release, you know, right. yeah, um,
2: and I was really lucky to have, you know, a lot of friends in the industry help me as well mm-hmm. um, and do like some favors here and there. But to really like get a quality mix and mastering, you know, that takes money. So Kickstarter was like really awesome when it comes to that. And, you know,
1: I'm always curious, like, you know, I think if you're creating Kickstarter campaigns and things like that, do you also sort of consciously then? go on and, and sit on the other side of it and like browse through things. And have you contributed to any other projects like on Kickstarter?
2: Um, I have one for my friend, but to be honest, yeah. like I am still not financially in a place <laughs> right. to uh, to be funding to everybody be, else's thing. But hey, yeah. if I get money, I will for sure be on there and yeah. helping other artists because there's nothing I would like more than that. Yeah, I
1: think, it's, I think it's interesting, like, that whole side of it, too, of just being able to create these, like, create this vehicle in which people can be independent in that way and can, you know, be direct to a fan. And that whole side of it, I think, is really fascinating. So, yeah, yeah. good for you for utilizing the technology, too. Um, all right, so I want to get into some of this music here. I want to play Damn first. Uh, tell us a little bit more about Damn This is a song that came out in June. Um, and tell us a little bit more about this record.
2: Yeah, um, this song is actually one of my favorites on the record. Um, I'm not really even sure why, but there was, like, uh, when I was writing it, um, well, first of all, I I had lived in California for three and a half years, and I had always grown up on the East Coast, and I totally fell in love with California mm. and the weather. And, uh, it's it happens. I mean, it happens. it's perfect. <laughs> I, you know, it is what it is. So I had moved back to new york to mm. brooklyn and lived on the waterfront um and the winter was like oh my god it was horrible and every day i would like be sitting in my apartment you know working on this album and just daydreaming about mm, you know sunshine, all my friends are in right. in paradise literally um and i i did have like a, a great view or i do have a great view of the east river Mm -hmm. and i would see you know like the waves coming at me and i would just like kind of imagine you know more of like a a california as the snow fell Mm. um and it was like and also living that close to the water it's like when you go outside it's brutal
1: oh i can only (laughs) only imagine so cold
2: um i actually met a guy in my building that said he couldn't keep a girlfriend past the winter
1: he, that he couldn't keep a girlfriend, back, so they, they just stayed over because Literally. they had to, like, all right, but then,
2: yeah, <laughs> they were like, nah, I'm not going to your
1: apartment anymore, right. but yeah,
2: so, um, I was writing the song and kind of dreaming about being in a totally different place because I hate winter, it sucks, mm. and um, something just came over me, and I wrote this song like really quick,
1: okay. And
2: it kind of was what originally shaped the idea for the album.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, Lyric, lyrically, tell us a little bit more about.
2: Um. Well, the, the song is like really, the album as a whole is like a love song mm-hmm. for the ocean and like a tropical ocean paradise kind of thing. So damn the opening lines, it's uh, emotional undertow. So, Getting you know, I'm like in. playing on the... The undertow of the ocean, but also like the undertow of emotion as human beings mm-hmm. and, um, you know, kind of relating that into relationships and, um, you know, because emotions are crazy things. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it was kind of interesting how what was going on with me emotionally and missing California and being back in New York, which is like a very crazy energy, weird kind of abrupt vibe, mm-hmm. um, to being, you know, kind of daydreaming that I was in this other place and being, like, in this beautiful paradise kind of thing mm-hmm. that that's really what the song is about. Um, nice. Yeah, and just kind of, like, also just being in such awe of the ocean because if you really just, like, stand and look at it, it's so beautiful. So, you know, it's one of those moments where you really have to say, like, God damn, that's amazing.
1: Yeah, it's it's a trip when you really start to think about how massive the ocean is. And, like, yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's really.
2: I've always been so, you know, intrigued by the ocean. And, um, yeah, so it's really, like, my little love song. Well, Dash. I
1: love it. We're going to get right into it here. This is Damn. Courtney Cooper hanging out with us here in studio on Dash Radio. Do not go anywhere. We've got her other song, Paradise, which comes out tomorrow. You're going to get a chance to hear it first. Right here on Dash, so don't go anywhere.
0: The big big you look up, the big big you look up. It's got it's got a hole, and I can't control. Feel this. I can't believe it. I hope it's the real thing. You gotta, you gotta. hope, want you to know, oh, oh, everybody. Yeah, give me, yeah, give me. the time.
1: Dash Daily Discovery with DJ Hopper. Such a vibe, such a vibe. we got Courtney Cooper hanging out with me here in studio on Dash Radio. I like that. That's damn. Um, I I definitely now, I'm imagining you in your apartment overlooking the river in the winter, putting that song together. I totally see it. Um, Amazing. Uh, You've got this album called Waves that's coming out in August. Uh, You've put together this full length and then you've got a song called Paradise that we're going to play here in just a moment. This is a new single of yours off of the album. We're going to debut it here on Dash Radio. Very excited about this. Um, Tell me a little bit more about uh, this this whole process of putting together the album. Um, You know, obviously you mentioned that this is a love story and is also talking about the ocean. Um, What was was there a lot that got left on the cutting room floor? Like, was it difficult to try to piece together the album?
2: You know, not really. Um, My first record was, like, crazy. Mm. I had double the amount of songs I wanted, and I was like, oh, gosh, torn about yeah, what it was. Right. And um, I think, like, as corny as it sounds, my heart kind of, like, led me in the right direction. Um, the song Paradise actually was, like, the, I think the last one that I wrote. Mm. And I, I had been, in my mind, done. I was, like, done with the record. And then... I, I got really sick because it was like my my first winter back in New York and the weather is crazy and people are sick and snotting and disgusting everywhere. Ugh. Sounds and- wonderful, by the way. <laughs> can't wait to go back. <laughs> um, yeah. So I got really sick and was like essentially trapped at my apartment. I was like, well, I might as well just try and write while I'm here because, you know, nothing else I can do. And I was like sick as a dog. And- I wrote Paradise and you know, I'm I think it's like most artists I'm I'm really good at um like if you played me somebody else's song mm-hmm. or whatever or I would be like I would have a very good idea of like what I thought of it and like if things need to be fixed or what I would adjust. With my own music is like completely way too personal that I have no kind of perspective whatsoever. Hmm. So I was like It's
1: very interesting. And also
2: of course I was really sick. Right. So I I wrote the song in a few hours and um I was like I didn't really know anything I was like yeah you know like whatever my boyfriend comes home and I was he was like how was your day like are you feeling any better and I was like I wrote the song he's like oh like play me you know play me what what you did I played it for him and he just like stopped what he was doing and I was like are you kidding me and I was like what like dude (laughs) it
1: Should I suck? I was like,
2: I don't know if I'm gonna put on the album. He's like, Are you kidding? This is like the antithesis of the album, Mm. and I was like, Really, though? (laughs) As
1: you're like doped up on Dayquil or whatever, no, seriously.
2: (laughs) So, um, so yeah, funny enough, I wrote the song super sick, and it's like, I, I think. Maybe the strongest on the, the record, which is maybe funny. that's a technique.
1: Yeah, maybe, <laughs> I, maybe you I just definitely. Need to get, yeah,
2: I overthink things way too much. That's right. for sure. So maybe when I'm like, you sick know, and super not, sick and not, really, not myself, yeah. that's when all the best stuff happens.
1: Hey, you know, I mean, you gotta find. Sometimes you gotta find that magic pocket. Um, yeah. I want to play this here. We're gonna premiere this here on uh, Daily Discovery. This is Courtney Cooper's new song called Paradise. Do not go anywhere. A little bit more with her when we come right back. Here it is. Paradise off the Waves album coming in August. This releases tomorrow, though. You're getting a preview. Here we go.
2: This exclusive is only on Dash Daily Discovery
0: with DJ Harper. Now. Dash Daily Discovery. I've been feeling so emotional And I can't breathe I don't know what you do to me Can we talk? I wanna talk about what I'm feeling Speak the truth, what's on your mind? Is this the real thing? Can we talk? I wanna talk Don't wanna waste your time Something magnetic pulling me in Something magnetic pulling me in Pulling me in in. 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 Something in the air tonight Don't try to fight it Oh, it feels so right Chills up and down my spine I got to make you mad Feet, palm trees swaying in the breeze. I'll give you all of me. And there's no place I'd be. Where you been all my life, would you be mine? Something in the, something in the, something in the air to me
2: discover new music and new artists the Dash daily discovery with dj
1: hopper yep that's right courtney cooper hanging out with us here in studio that last song called paradise you wrote that when you were sick yeah. um ama- amazing i mean the song has such feeling and emotion in it that's crazy that you just like blanked out almost and wrote that song that was great
0: yeah
1: um tell us a little bit more about what's coming up for you obviously the album
0: Yes, And then what's um, up for
1: the rest of the year?
2: Well, the album I'm very excited about. It's going to be coming out August 24th. Waves? Yes.
1: W-A, w- or uh, W space, A space, V space, no. E-S. <laughs> <No. laughs> I, I see it like that in all your press things. I see it like spaced yeah, out. Yeah,
2: like it's that. not actually spaced out. Okay. Right. Um, no, yeah. So that's actually going to be previewing on August 3rd as well nice. um, on iTunes. Um, and I have some music videos coming out Ooh, as well. Okay um for paradise and also for for damn and um yeah what's coming up is a lot of shows um so i'm going to be kicking off a little bit of a tour
1: ooh okay um here in the states yes
2: yeah uh starting in brooklyn um still working on venues and stuff mm-hmm. um but all that'll be announced on my instagram but i'm um, trying to align that with August
1: 24th. So, nice. Yeah. And you're at Courtney underscore Cooper on Instagram. Yeah, that's me. Yep. And um, I want to remind people, you can listen back to this entire interview on my site, hoppleworld.com We've archived it there have also got links back to Courtney's stuff as well. It's been a pleasure having you here in studio.
2: Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Love the music. Love the vibe. This is like such a great thing. The album coming out in August. Be on the lookout for that. Paradise coming out tomorrow. It's out everywhere tomorrow, so make sure to check for that as well. I want to thank everybody out there for tuning in to Daily Discovery each and every weekday here on Dash One. Uh, have a great day out there. We, used to, we like to end the show usually by saying this. Music is life and life is good. Everybody, we'll see you tomorrow. Have a good one.